Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. I'm so sorry for the uh, the abrupt introduction. Uh, I don't know what came over me. I'm Colton Robertson, and this is the Sarlacc Soundwave. I guess I'm just really excited about bo- the book of Boba Fett right now. This episode was top-notch. Is it the Sarlacc Soundwave anymore? Certified banger. I think the Sarlacc like, Soundwave like... is more appropriate than ever. I, I yeah. agree. I think we have... Uh, We've hit a gold mine. Like, if people just, like, we knew did. that this has been the name of the show the whole time, like, what are the fucking odds that it's an actual Soundwave that murdered well, the, the Sarlacc? Colton, what the what the audience doesn't know is that we talk to George Lucas every single week before the podcast. <laughs> we are so just before, so deep in our bag; yeah. they just don't even give us the credit. They don't even he, know. He came to us and and you know we 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 pitched some ideas to him, and he was like, "Starlight Soundwave." We didn't have it in there. We're killing the Starlight with the Soundwave. Great. We idea, have guys. never been more credible as a podcast, and we are getting no love for it. And I am sick of it. You know what, Joseph? We just need one of your like millions of future like one. 1,000 million odd like mm-hmm. guesses to just just three of those things just bang 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 yeah. and all of a sudden sadly to the moon sadly you're I think I got long, one for Star Wars you, your series to long an Ultron bet. level so um, your series long bet hasn't paid off so far I'm joined by Joseph George thank you very much homie oh hey thanks thanks for having me always a pleasure to be here oh it's always a pleasure to have you and uh I'm excited to hear your theories now as to as to where this might be headed. We obviously just did a little bit of a uh, Boba Fett's halftime heat check over on Patreon.com slash Bloom. just me and Joe. We had some free time, and we were hype on the new episode, so we just hopped on and went over the first half of the season. Uh, sadly, uh, you two weren't there. You weren't invited. Miles Buttress, what's up, homie? I guess I'll go fuck myself. Fuck um, yourself. Hello, Kyler one. Barnett. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great. I won't make the same mistake that that guy made. Uh, 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 no, you I'm know, hey playing, guys. I, I, <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all no, are okay. busy, y'all are at the moment busier. I now. can't even. Uh, I literally can't even click the leave button, Colton. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're stuck here with me. Uh, you are trapped. I, uh, this is the cushioned room we spoke about in the Patreon. This podcast is that you are here for a year, and if you succeed, you make a billion dollars. Yeah, and you know, you you've heard how chaotic this first two and a half minutes is to a book of Boba Fett podcast. Um, so just imagine what is on Patreon.com slash Bloom. Go ahead and it's check great. it out. We got into the uh, intricacies of, of childhood dreams. Uh, uh, I don't remember that really, but, you know, hey, maybe a little. <laughs> we can't ever go a full hour without at least one time something like that coming up. But, yeah, so, you know, we're it's the book of Boba Fett. You know, it's it's chapter four. It's The Gathering Storm, written by John Favreau, directed by Kevin Tenchorin. I have no idea how to pronounce that name. Tenchorin. Ten, I feel bad now. It I didn't sounds- uh, Tangerine. I think it's Tangerine. What are the right, odds? No. <laughs> uh, original air date, January 19th, 2022. And, I mean, 
this is about as good as it gets, boys. Mm. Now, this really, is from really this, this. And, and no coincidence here, I guess, but this took me back to like, it's been so long since I've watched a Mandalorian and especially obviously like I haven't watched Mandalorian since the show ended or the, the season, the last season ended. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't like this was that like in the middle of the actual series going on, like you're waiting weekly for the episode, like that level of hypeness I would have for Mando. The end of this episode, the where they left it, and just what we saw, and just in the middle of the episode, it was just like peak, like that feeling. And Mandalorian was probably one of the first shows that I was like appointment television watching weekly. Like I, I had never done it before. I had never had to. Mm-hmm. I I never had really either a gotten into any show like that, and b like streaming just makes that pretty damn impossible, you know, with most of these shows um so just having that feeling back was like man like this is so fucking fun i love this shit so much it's so good and let me tell you when i heard at the end of that episode you hear oh i was like oh fuck yeah i was dude in the quote i was was howie and uncut gems i was adam sandler oh my god i'm gonna gonna go this Uh, is how i win uh yeah, like that shit was fantastic. Uh Miles, how'd you feel about the episode? Enjoyed it. Loved uh loved our just spot on accuracy that we have with everything we do. All of our guesses turn out correct. We've never been wrong before. We're not gonna start now. Um <laughs> <laughs> anytime just wait we're for wrong, it. Y- you you imagined it. Yeah, well anytime we've been wrong, it was because we got it so right, they edited the episode. To make us wrong. They were like, they, dude, they were these like, dudes are calling all of our shots, man. We can't yeah. be having this. It makes yeah, us like, we're having this. The bitches four know it all. Yeah, so they, they've been so mad that we got <laughs> the, right so the, many times. The real They're key editing to this, the episode. The real key to this is Joseph being a sentient being of some kind, I think. I'm but sorry, anyways, boys. Miles, do you have a fucking katana in your hand right no, it's now? It's just a sword. Oh, okay. Just, just a sword. sword. Yeah, just we're nothing, a sword. nothing beyond that. Not nothing major um, or anything. I just I looked in my I looked. He's waiting for the Hatman to show up, and then yeah. it's just slicing dice. More Hatman um, content on Patreon.com yeah. slash Cora Bloom. Joe, good how'd plug. You feel good about plug. The episode all in all. Mm, this uh, this was my favorite of the season. I think uh, this was high praise. Just a you know, excitement all around. There's so many cool things that happen this episode. Um, moments that. You know, we'll be referring to, I'd assume, uh, for the rest of the season. Um, it feels like, you know, last episode we kind of thought we were getting into the war and like that's when it was going to start, but this episode kind of ended the same way as, uh, episode three. So who, who really knows when this war is going on, but like I don't care if it's content like this. And the content we're getting is going to um, keep being so gas. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was incredible. What uh, I, what I think was awesome to see was like, the way that they balanced with all the flashback stuff, I guess, and then the current stuff, like, that was the best balance of, like, everything on top of tying it into something we had already seen, we're seeing from a new perspective. I mean, that's always going to warrant the hype train just coming full steam ahead. I mean, anytime you hear that theme that Colton pointed out, you you see the flares in the desert, and you mm. know exactly that that just switch flips in your mind, and you're like, holy fucking shit! Like we're they we're even in showed an... that the angle of his boots with his robe dragging behind him as he approached Jabba's palace to like, and it was like, oh, this is familiar. Why is it familiar? And then you see the flares, and you're like, oh, 
that's why it's familiar. And even the musical cue in that moment when he's walking up to Jabba's palace mm. is much more Mandalorian than it has been before. And I just love, I love the context we get for a lot, like a lot of those moments. I mean, like I said, seeing it from a different perspective than what we got it in when we saw it the first time. But also, like, we knew Fennec Shand had become, like, a bionic, like, part robot metallic person. Uh, bad t- phrasing there, but, I <laughs> mean. Yeah, uh, and, and to see that process take place, super small moment from that episode, and one that I feel like will easily get lost in, like, the, the translation of just how much happened. But, Not dude, that me. scene was fucking amazing. It was so cool. And... Fuck, I didn't expect, like, hydraulics and fluids to have to be, like, pumped. I I assumed she maybe had, like, working, like, you know, (laughs) organs and shit still. But, like, to know that this is all, that shit is being replaced by metal. And there is a person on this planet that can do that shit. I mean, Mm. that is, that is awesome. I I just thought, like, little things like that, like, getting perspective for things we already knew or had already seen just from a different point of view or a different context was just that, that did a lot for me. Um, I love that it showed her waking up like immediately afterwards. And like, it showed that, like, what the fuck did you do to me, dude? Yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't know how I'd feel. What am I looking at? Oh, I'm looking at myself. Oh, Oh, that's my stomach. God, you know, like, um, also loved that. It like, it kind of like set the timeline for like his like flashbacks. Like, we've fully caught up now to the flashback, so I don't know how many more we're going to get. We, I don't um, think we will. He's done with yeah. the active tank, too. Yeah. You are fully um, healed. And so I, like, I thought that was cool, the fact that it, like, um, showed. So, like, I, I think that kind of shows he was in there for, like, in the uh, uh, Sarlacc pit for a minute. Like, he was in there. I think it expresses that he was with the Tuscans a lot that, longer yeah. than they were. Well, I, I, I think, Colton, I think it was you that liked the tweet them. about it, but I, I, I think, I don't know, it talked about like five years or something, like maybe, or, or something along that time frame. And that, like, that's what made, like, him going after the people that got rid of the Tuscans, like, made it mean that, like, it, it exemplifies the relationship that he had and the connection with the Tuscans. Yeah, so the thing is, is that the Mandalorian has always been said to be five years after yeah. Return of the Jedi. And if, I mean, like, I just don't think he was in the Sarlacc for long. Like, it just, it's not feasible well, to me. Yeah, you can't figure no. he'd have lasted all that long in there. It was a day at Mac, like, weeks. Two, like, like, I think that was the whole yeah, thing. Like, That's why she said, like, the, the Beskar protected you. Because like yeah, normally, because everyone get, well, then he woke up and there. got out of the Sarlacc. It's no, not like he went in there and passed out into a coma. Yeah, you, no, you I pass think, out I think with, I think with that's no what armor happened. on. You just die because the acid just kills you. But without no, the, the armor, acid... you're just chilling there. It's just not fun to be there. But no, the acid kills there. you. But it also like that. Like I've mentioned it before, the sarlacc like keeps you alive. It doesn't just he like kill you immediately. Food it keeps you and water. I... Like still, yeah, but, you know, he's still. Yeah, a... but this is this is like weird. You know, Star Big Wars science. creature, dude. Yeah. He was in there for a couple days, maybe. I think he I, was in there for a while, and then was also. With I really the, think he just got knocked okay, unconscious so like, for a while. What's What's the time frame you're thinking for him? Like, being in like the in there? Like, I'm not saying in there for like three years. I'm saying like I think he was in there for like a couple months. Okay, and no, that's yeah. why. And that's I, why I've taken it as like, look at his skin. His skin is like somewhat shoot away, even uh, though he uh, had like full that's best true. Guard. That's true. That's something that, that, that is not going to get. I just got think... worse and worse as he was in the desert. And it was just yeah, like that's the true. desert dry. Like it was but just getting came, like. No, but he came out looking gross. Well, yeah. Because the, the acid had like gotten underneath. I mean, the you're best down guard. there for 
30 minutes, you're going to come out looking. This is such an unwinnable argument that we are arguing about the intricacies of something that is. And it's like, not really like, I don't, it doesn't even need to be an argument. If you think he was in there for months, then that's cool. I think he was in there for two days. No, I I think he was in there for two days. And then he was with the Tuskens for four years. Miles is just the most cold, like cold, hard line. Like he is just like always in that. Just like, nope, it is fucking this way or that way. There is. It no is my gray way. area. Wrong. No, he was <laughs> I mean, in I'm the cool. Sarlacc I'm for cool five years, and the Tuskens no, was yes. over just the span of a week that he did <laughs> everything with. Well, yeah, he exactly. just dominated the um, world. And that's the thing is that, like, until this episode, I thought everything with the Tuskens was occurring really, really in sequence. Apparently, there's time gaps, uh, per- like pretty big time jumps at points in between in between these flashbacks. Um, because I was under the impression going into this episode, we'd watched like a few months of his time with the Tuscans. Yeah. I didn't know that it had been five fucking years. Um, but Joe pointed this out to me the other day, like being accepted into the Tuscans cannot be a quick process. There's yeah. no way they're like, you've been here with us for a month. You're kind of cool. Uh, let's get you robed up, man. Like there's I mean, just no way that's happening. In uh, all fairness, the only uh, the getting accepted into the Tuscans did happen quickly though, because he went from, you know, being a slave to, he killed that, you know, uh, centaur thing. But how long was he um, training the before they officially? Oh no! Dug yeah, no, I'm saying he, like, he was training for, for a one. couple months. He had but to I'm saying that he was he was like, probably a slave for a good portion of that. Yeah, I mean, he came he, like a well, we won't you know make you dig for you know watermelons anymore. Um, and then it was like, very, yeah, and then he trained a for a while of how like what they actually did and like whenever you see like the little itty bitty stick that he started with training, you know, and like. He, like, puts that down, like, after he burns them all, after, like, uh, they're all dead or whatever. Like, it just, like, from that little stick to his, like, fully formed, like, him being robed that night, like, the ceremony night. Like, that was, like, from that point, I see it definitely being, like, four years at least. Like, um, it just makes sense. Like, he was just learning their ways, you know, learning the ways of the desert and, like, building respect among them. And then these big moments that we saw, we're only seeing them because... We're le- we're like reliving this through Boba's mind while he's in the back to tank. So obviously he's not gonna remember the boring times of where he's just digging for melons or you know times just passing. He's gonna remember the big things that are happening to him. And, well, and you know, I think also, clever... I think also is like the thing to think about is like I, if to get deeper, I guess if possible. I mean, all all just uh, skeptic slash hearsay, I guess here. But uh, I mean. Boba's not one I feel like to gravitate, at least not prior, to to develop or or be drawn to a relationship or any sort of emotion. I mean, that could only happen with time, in my opinion, especially given the way that relationship, at least from what we've seen and can assume, the way it started, where he's essentially a prisoner and not exactly treated fantastically to to start with. I feel like for that to come full circle, that can only happen with time. And kind of like Joe said, is like Boba earning and gaining that respect with them on top of like him giving it back and and forgiving essentially i mean that that's not something that he's gonna do just like nah yeah fuck it like i'll just and i don't think we've given the the tuscan raiders like or like the relationship boba formed with the tuscan raiders but beyond a perspective of where they accepted him and uh like uh he protected them and they protected him sort of sort of point of view like these are probably the first people to accept him and bring him in well 
And I think part of that stems from, yeah. And I think part of that stems from also just like not using or using or seeing him as like, I, 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 to an extent, yes. I mean, they saw him as a means of protection to an, to a degree. I, I won't downplay that, I guess, entirely. However, I mean, he's been a, he's worked for hire his entire life up to this point. I mean, that, that's not nothing. I mean, for, for once to have like, oh, hey, like these people kind of like, have taken me in absolutely any no, real that's... like i'm not having to like do much for them other than like save my life on like oh yeah you guys get saved too but like ultimately i would die too if i don't save like stop this shit so i mean like i said i don't feel like that's nothing but you know hey I, like I said, oh no i'm absolutely with you it's definitely not nothing like the i don't like i don't think he's felt like a part of a group ever like, I, I don't think that's ever happened to him. And I think part so of that also stems with the way, especially this episode, the way that you hear him talk about, like, this this fam- this house, this family he is trying to create and, you know, build. I, I don't think that he has those views or feels that way. Or, you know, we've seen him take a little more gentler route. I, I hate to say gentle because, I mean, he'll, he'll still – you we know, haven't really seen more much of no, he, yeah. he is a blood crazed monster. Monster. He has no. We feeling. don't know that though. Like we've just only seen him in the moments where he would be a bounty hunter and a you know a killing machine. We've never seen a moment where Boba had to ever have a conversation really. So like the most we got is no disintegrations. Oh, okay, that's no. Nah, like, but I mean, like I get, think there's like, the the assumption that Boba Fett was a stone cold killer until, until these events. Um, like I think yeah. that his time with the Tuscans drastically changes his perspective oh, on, yeah. uh, on life entirely. And then, you know, he's, when he realizes what he wants to do, it probably wasn't immediate, you know, like it probably was over the course of the time watching how the Tuscans live and stuff that he was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this shit a shot. You know, I'm well, gonna find my he armor. He sees the benefit in like partnership slash like mm, cooperation. I guess. I mean, I'm lacking for a, a solid, true solid term there, but and I, I don't have the specific quote. But he says something specifically to not only Fennec, but also again when they're all sitting down around the table with all of these different people that he wants to kind of like be in the well, house with him. It he he is reflecting that. Like, I, I feel like that is definite like change or growth or of some kind. Like that is not like, I don't feel like we would see that ordinarily, but the Tuscans kind of showed him that whole side of the, the coin. And it's like, man, I really don't have to do this shit all alone. There is a benefit to doing this. Um, and I mean, on top of that, you know, like when he's saying stuff, like I'm tired of working for people who are going to get me killed. You know where that stems from? His dad working for someone that got his head cut off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's he doesn't have a very good past, you know. He doesn't have the 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 happiest past, you could say. No, certainly not. Are you guys? He picked up his dad's head. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready for a scene by scene? Absolutely. That's also another scene where uh, you know, really, he did pick his dad's head up, but they got mad that we called it out changed it went back edited everything that everyone that that anyone had ever seen to fix True. it so we, they, we would they be mind wiped us with yeah. a with a secret code that was projected over the world speakers well we know what code uh, it was. we don't remember it anymore no we uh, do know but... what code it was it was the george lopez theme song 
They played that. <laughs> it gave us. It gave them access to our memories. They mind wiped us. Then they went. Then they went on. Man, that you aren't listening to the Patreon. You really got to listen to that shit because we are you're really, the you're really confused as to what's going on. There's too many callbacks, and y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> you let's start. You know, the the episode opens with Boba Fett inside his back to tank where he uh, he's he's looking at some flashbacks. You know, wandering the deserts of Tatooine on uh, on his Bantha. And man, love the shots of Boba on a Bantha. Those are always fucking amazing. Like a but, uh, well, I love I, this fucking Bantha. Yeah, I well, and it. also on top of that, I think it just Space like dogs. further. I, I just Space really dogs. love the the like humanization. I guess I'll say of Boba with animals and creatures specifically. There mm-hmm. is such a like respect in like just general respect like life. love. Yeah, and that's that's crazy because like we just kind of touched on is like he has not much reason to really feel or think that way. And, I mean, we also do see this man drop a fucking sonic bomb inside of a Sarlacc, but, like, that thing fucking Wait, sucks. Wait, so, like, see what I mean? <laughs> Whenever he killed that, like, dog lizard thing for the first time, that was he before the it. Tuscans, like, changed him or whatever. But he was, like, he, like, was, like, oh, like, rest easy now or whatever. He was already that nice before the Tuscans. So he what? wasn't just this stone-cold whatever. You know, he had that before. You know, like, so, like... We don't know a whole lot about Boba, you know. Like, we can't just assume that he's just been this stone cold, doesn't care about anything. Like, he could be a den, you know. Well, that then has what, the what are you? What are you waiting for then? Like, are you waiting for further flashbacks confirming he wasn't an angry little shit no. from the time his dad got killed? Also, no, we do know he was an angry little shit from the Clone Wars. He literally was trying to like set bombs on okay, um, Windu and shit. Yeah. <laughs> He, know, he respects just... he respects like other, like living beings that he doesn't think needs to be killed. Hey man, but he's still a hundred percent there to take revenge. You didn't try to bomb someone when you were a teenager. Come you didn't on, try you to were bomb all that age. You beheaded your father. <laughs> um, no, but, I uh... yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, you know, I, 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 I was it. I was creating some napalm as a you know. Teenager. What were you talking about? <laughs> I had to use you're it on, on a you're on a watch list now. I had to use it on the snowman that haunted my dreams. Also, more on that on patreon.com uh, but on to the third sentence of the episode breakdown um, we are so uh, we are so horribly great at god this. could you imagine if, if, uh, are... if Tillman was in this this oh, would be, be a disaster bad. I was thinking about that whenever you we'd said we'd be going on people. forever dude I don't know if I'm yeah, I was better, worried about though. it am I, am I actually better five people? no I mean like oh 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 yeah, no, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that'd It'd be, be chaos. It'd be <laughs> chaos. I was like, I shouldn't have even offered it. And I can't wait for it. It's gonna. Ha- it, it has. It, to happen it will happen. Now. It will happen eventually. All five of us will be here, and it'll it'll be a first reunion. We'll oh, first, uh, first we'll reunion. Turn a one hour episode into you know like two and a half hours of of speaking, shooting the shit. We yeah. are so good at that um, already. Like I just am so fearful for the day that that comes. One minute later, on to the third sentence of the episode <laughs> breakdown. Um, but you see him sometime after, uh, after the Tuscan clan has been, uh, wiped out by the Kintan Striders and Boba rides to the late Jabba's palace and, uh, to investigate, uh, the last place he left his ship and, uh, peering through the scope of his, of his rifle, he sees a, a few Nick two guards and uh, a couple of Gamorreans, uh, passively patrolling, just kind of like doing kind of wandering, not even really going anywhere in particular, just walking. And uh, 
heading back to his bantha, he sighs and tells her that uh, there are still too many guards. And so he heads back to the dunes where uh, where he's sitting at a campfire under the stars. All, all romantic-like. He's just, he's just a cutie out there. Three moons, by the way? Like, did we ever know that before this? That Tatooine has three moons? Or were those moons? Or like... Yes, those were moons. I'm assuming, you know, like the... And the, the way they looked like saw little... that? Yeah, like they, I mean, maybe like first time, obviously they wouldn't line up like that every night or whatever. Like they probably have different orbit paths, whatever. But like, I don't think I've ever seen the at moons least, on Tatooine. I, I don't think so know? either. Uh, at least not in live action, certainly not. Well, um, I don't, I, well, we haven't really seen that many night times on Tatooine. Anakin going to the Raiders, to the, to mm-hmm. the Tuscans, but I don't Well, like, and, the, and those that we really did, they weren't the, showing yeah. like the sky. Yeah, They're showing. Right. Like because when he was on his way out, it was sunset. I really, yeah. I remember that part vividly mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful shots in the movie. But uh, yeah, there's that, and then the uh, Obi-Wan followed by absolute mall, fucking genocide. <laughs> this yeah. was one of my screenshots though that I took during like the episode. Like yeah. a good shot was just him at the campfire with the bantha, like at night. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, what? Are yeah, they- he shares shares his food. Oh yeah, you know I love these banthas. They look so robotic though. It, oh no, yeah, like that that's a that's a giant puppet. Uh yeah, it, and it looks like, like and I'm okay I love with that. that they're adding it and I'm okay with it, but at the same time, every time I see it, I'm like, it's I love it, but it's like, come on, Disney. Well, even here. that even no, they the, even the Rancor. Just, even the Rancor is the practical, trilogy. or at least in some scenes is practical. Maybe when it mm-hmm. was just sleeping in the last episode, uh on the on the cart or whatever when it was subdued. But I mean that was practical too, because I don't know if you guys saw this picture of uh uh, Tamara and Trejo standing in front of it, but that was mm-hmm. sick. That, that was a cool. Yeah, the, shot they just want to honor the original trilogy. Like, obviously, we <clears> can no, make no, a fully like, CG Bantha no, that I'm looks not way better. Like, fully like, CG. I'm just saying, like, I feel like even like doing like the puppets and all that stuff, it could look a little bit better. But we saw uh, Banthas look like they do now, whenever the original trilogy came out. So canonically, okay, and I understand that. You know, but, it's just but this is we what have, you we have go better with. technology yeah. than this original. Well, you know, the transitions don't look like Bosk did in Empire Strikes Back. Part yeah, of me wonders you know, though, what is the lightsabers cost and stuff look better than they did back then too? So it's like you can improve stuff and have it still look good well, and look similar to how it used to. Part of me wonders what the what the budget calls for in that sense. Like this, I'm sure I can't imagine that building a practical any of those or a robotic one is oh, not going to be a yeah, cheaper option get... to rendering literally millions of particles to create yeah. this guy. No, and I get that if it's like something you know if it, if the, like the uh, the spider crawler you know monk things oh, like those show up yeah. one time one time I'm okay with that looking you know kind of funky looking because it's it shows up one time. But like, whenever you have something that's going to continue to show up, yeah, you can spend true. a little bit of money on it. Like it's like the uh, the rancor. I would I would assume at the point where we get it like doing stuff, they're going to spend some money to make it look good. Fair, fair, you know. Uh, but I did I do I did love watching this Bantha's big fake fucking uh, tongue move around in its mouth as it was asking <laughs> yeah. for the. Uh... That was Asking for the food. That I was just the imagine one part there's a guy pushed me over the edge. I just imagine there's yeah. a guy with like a tongue on his helmet and he is just like <laughs> moving around inside the mouth just to make that look right. Hey, that, props that to that guy. Kudos to that, that guy. Made me, that made me go from this, you know, like I hate how dumb this looks to being like, this looks dumb, but I, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm okay. okay with it looking something somewhat yeah. dumb because of its stupid little tongue just sticking out as it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, 
you know, as he's sitting there, he notices uh, a couple of flares in the distance. And when him and the him and the Bantha arrive at the site, finds an unconscious and dying Fennec Shand shot we saw in the Mandalorian. I was like, ha ha, fuck yes. Yeah, baby. And then I was like, Remember oh. Remember all the wild theories we had as to who that was? <laughs> yep. And well, I mean, Fett I think was Boba Fett was the Boba Fett was the the leading theory. Uh, yeah, well, we heard the I'm first, and like, we were like Boba Fett. Like, no, no I we think were, no, we were on Boba it. Fett we? right away. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were. I thought we had like some. We've had some like outlandish like shit, or... but I don't know if that was the one. No, no I do we remember. had some outlandish shit about who Boba Fett was working for, and therein what Fennec Shand oh. would become. Yeah, I knew that, but I thought we had some like initial, like initial watch of like. The first podcast we did after the fact, I thought we had some outlandish as to who that might have been, and I, I don't remember. I had a theory being... that I had a theory that fucking Boba worked for Moff Gideon, and and Boba was coming to get Fennec Shand because she was going to be the force, the the person who was able to take on the force capabilities, like in her clone in her clone mm-hmm. cell, like. And oh. I was like, but that very quickly fell apart in season hey, two. Hey, and um, look what it got us. A whole oh yeah, I'm very show, happy so about it. Yeah. Uh, much happier about it than what they what they would have done with, with my idea. But uh you know, Boba rides with Fennec hitched over the Bantha, another couple beautiful shots here to uh to a mod parlor on the outskirts of Moss Isley, where he sees a bunch of a uh, bunch of the youths hanging around outside the entrance and uh he carries Fennec into the building where we see uh, we see a couple of other modded modded kids and uh, and I Thundercat. That, I I love that there is like no like the the thing he thinks of is like no hospital, no actual real medical attention. He just takes him t- takes Fennec to like a glorified like intergalactic tattoo parlor, basically. Yeah, it's it's pretty outstanding, but you know, Thundercat <laughs> being the person doing the modding. Uh, as uh, I just he's so fucking funny and see like the run of guest appearances that mm. the book of Boba Fett has had is fucking absurd. Also in this scene, we get Cooper, uh, Nawen, who is Ming's Ming Nawen's son. Uh, yeah, Trenton popped up. <laughs> Trenton's here. He's he's on mute though. Yeah, these uh, guest heart, appearances though have been uh have been f- f- I don't know. Disney knows what they're doing. Oh no, these, and I uh, think a lot of that. I, I I love that a lot of that probably stems from just actors and celebrities really wanting their time in the sunshine with Star Wars content. It's like this is such a brilliant way to integrate them into the Star Wars universe in such a like – I hate to say smaller because the movies – being in the movies, TV shows makes no difference to me as a fan. Like I give them equal like spots in my heart I guess you could say or whatever, however me you want to phrase that. It doesn't really make a difference. Uh, um, but like I, I mean you look at a character like Bill Burr. Is that someone that's probably going to get featured in a movie in any meaningful way? No, but he gets two, uh, he gets like a reoccurring part, essentially. Uh, I mean, two episodes, but still, in Mandalorian. I mean, do you think he didn't mm-hmm. just two very important episodes. A- absolutely relish that chance? I mean, you're talking about actors who probably have their kids loving Mandalorian, having baby Yoda, Grogu, like, stuffed animals and shit all over their room. And like, this is a chance for you to put yourself in front of that screen for them. I wonder I... if you if you star in Star Wars, do you get discounts on a uh, like Baby Yoda plushies? <laughs> New rule. Well, they've got plenty of them for you. Um, yeah. It's pretty much the only Star Wars merch you can find in Target. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, man, I see that you have a whole bunch of racks here for action figures. 
and one of them has two on it. Um, <laughs> but I see a whole bunch of Grogu plushies. Mm. Yeah. Um, Trent, Trent was mad I wouldn't let him because uh, talk because you guys were in the middle of like having a real conversation. I was like, no, you're just gonna. Butt I was like, in and I was like know thank what... God you didn't let him speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was like, they want to talk to me. I was like, no, they don't, Demo. Right <laughs> Colton right does not now, want you Timo. to jump in on the conversation. No, we've already had a chaotic enough episode. We don't need a whole sidetrack sidetrack with Timo. Um, <laughs> but Thundercat gives gives boba some shit here he's like uh you're too old to be in a place like this and uh boba's like well you know fennec here she needs some fucking help and uh she's like he's you you don't have a fucking appointment come back later and boba's like she's dying do the right thing and here's a bunch of credits (laughs) um started with that (laughs) you could have started with that uh and then you know he does his fucking thing it's super dope watching him do this shit one of the best scenes in the whole show so far for me i mean this is like borderline i'm not gonna put it in terms of like the feeling the emotion and like seeing this unfold as like on par but i mean like the the i guess the technicality of what is happening like this is like we've seen this what with vader i I mean you i guess you've seen like a limb one or two limbs get like put on to someone but i mean this is like a total reworking of someone's central like yeah body Dude, bodily system they're like, we're all of their like his hand tool thing yeah his, his like hand, hand like oh all of is what everyone like, would do if they like if i was given the option i don't want you know some like weird you know robot eye or anything stupid like that cut it off at this at the elbow and then give me like the omni tool on give my me, the question. Give me the is Fennec shitting? I was thinking this. Like, is that fluid? Her like blood, or is it like her piss, or is it like her? You know, like I mean, what's the? Blood. Is it just to like you know lubricate all the whatever? You know, because some of it was blue, or like I guess no. Is, I think that's no, definitely. That's a myth, I think that blood is blue. Um, I don't think that's actually true. Like before, it hits what have you ever seen or it? Whatever. No, I think it's just your veins are green. You ever been blue, inside so... someone's body? No, I haven't. You ever you no. ever magic school bus this year? Yeah, shit? I was gonna say you didn't have a science teacher in like fourth grade that took you on the magic school bus. What's we did Scooby Doo this shit in, in Fort Mason? Crazy. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ass. But uh, <laughs> do Finnick be farting though? That is a good question. We, we will need George. Is is Finnick farting? Is yeah. Jan shitting? Things to consider. Yeah, we need um, we need George for this one. Oh, my thing. I think it's the only answer. That's all I have to say. That's all but I have to say. But Boba watches the, uh, watches the procedure, uh, and near the end of the operation, Boba's like, uh, you plan to close this up? Uh, and he's like, why would I Why would I do that, bro? Like, look at this shit. This is awesome. Cover all uh, this and beautiful I was like, machinery? And Boba was like, oh, damn, I didn't know I was really uh, – Sentencing her to a life where she had exposed robotic machinery on her. I was just trying to keep her alive. Hey, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing walking into that bitch. You see every person outside and in there looking the way they look, and you're going to be surprised that that's what happens? Come right. on, man. Hey, here's what you tell it. You either were dead or you look like this. To me, it's a pretty cool look. I think you have to cover it like that. I feel you like know? you have to cover that up. Because, like, if I'm fighting her, what's preventing me from, like, if I catch her off guard from just sticking my hand and, like, ripping out 
the the machinery. Hey, We're stopping you from doing that to a living, breathing person with a full stomach. Just because how because how, I, I, how strong Indiana do you think Jones I am, Colton? That I'm just like shoving uh, my hand into there. Temple of Doom is that what it is? Yeah, heart beating in the hand. Like I just I feel like dumber this shit. machinery like in your stomach. You just stick a stick in there. You're She's done for. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe she can right. like stretch hey. out like the Ready Player One avatar. <laughs> you know, like it, like you know, she can like just move, yeah, move with it. Just, go, just pull a vision, like, Mr. Gadget. Just pull a vision and toss a piece of gum in that bitch, and she's done for. It. It's simple. She's drunk as fuck <laughs> off that gum. But uh, she she wakes up and she has all of these realizations. Like, oh my fucking god, I uh, I have I have a mechanical tummy, and uh, Bob was like, well, yeah, it was either this or you die. So. uh uh, drink a black melon, uh, nurse, nurse its milk. And he's like, yeah, it takes some getting used to, but eventually you'll crave it. And I was like, huh, it's a little interesting. interesting. Yeah. Like, but yeah, wow. Bob was like, you were dying. I saved you. Uh, hope, hope that's okay. And, uh, she's like, what, what the fuck have you done to me? He's like this. I told, I took you to a mod parlor. Most nicely. Uh, you were, you were going to die. I figured you'd be okay with it. Um, and I, I loved I loved this whole thing, but uh, Fennec, Fennec eventually uh, is like, well, Boba is like your master assassin, Fennec Shand, which is interesting. I didn't know that her title before she worked for Boba Fett was master assassin. Mm. Uh, I thought it was uh, like I'm I'm Daimyo. This is my master assassin. Like everyone has like a secretary <laughs> of defense. Like this is my master assassin. No, she's, uh, no, she's Fennec, that Fennec's known. just the master assassin. Uh, which is pretty fucking well, awesome. I mean, don't you remember uh, the Mandalorian? Whenever they like introduce her, is like you're you're hunting after the master assassin, like Finnick Shand, the master assassin, Finnick Shand. Ah, uh, because mm. the dude like told Din, like, "Oh yeah, this is my target." And he's like, "Are you fucking stupid? This is your yeah. first target." Right, right. But uh, and and Finnick Shand of the Mid Rim, mm. like that's where she does her work. Like you know, you know her best in the mid rim. That's where that's where she's known. Uh, but Phoenix, like, so the the bounty's higher on me if I'm alive, then, huh? But was like, yeah. Phoenix, uh, like, then I'll give you twice as much. And I was like, damn, she got that money, money. Mm. Like, who are you though? It's like Boba Fett. She's like, ah, cap, wrong, <laughs> cap, yeah. Boba dead. And uh, he's like, no, yeah, yeah, I was indeed left for dead on the sands of Tatooine, just as you were. Again, mirroring the lines he said in The Mandalorian. Um, and he tells her that uh, the Tuscans had rescued him and accepted accepted him into their tribe. He says that uh, he needs help uh, because, you know, they've attracted the attention of the Nick 2 speed bikers. And Fennec's like, so... They wiped out Tuscans. I have a tough time believing that. And I was like, that's an interesting little tidbit. And I know that like they they previously have gone over like that there are different factions and that some of them are warriors, some of them are not. And it is interesting that they had like a few people here who probably defended the camp because they weren't the warrior type necessarily. But mm. uh when Bo like Boba talks to them and is like, You shouldn't have to hide anywhere, you are warriors, like I was I was just like, it is interesting that the Tuscans would be so thoroughly and easily wiped out by this the 
the Nick twos. Hmm. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, uh, you know, Boba's like, I, I want to help you recover from this. Uh, help, help me get my ship back, my fire spray uh, gunship, and Fennec size, and it's like, wh- where's it at? I was like, well, it's at Jabba's palace. She's like, well, Bib Fortuna runs that place now. Why don't you just go ask for it? <laughs> I'm not as intimidating without my armor. And I was like, I'm, I'm glad you're that self-aware, buddy. Uh, anyone is less intimidating outside of that armor. Uh, not really his fault. He is more intimidating than most. I mean, he is just a clone without it. That say, that he's saying he's Boba Fett, you know? So, like, right. that's all anyone would kind of believe. Um, exactly. Which is so weird to think that Boba's just a clone, you know, like, uh, he's like, like Captain it, Rex. Yeah. Dude. It pulls me out every time. Like, it's so weird just to be like, oh yeah, there's like, at one point there were millions of other, you know, Commander uh, Cody, Captain clone. Rex. This is, these guys are just like Boba, just raised in different conditions and also yeah. older, different hairs too. You know, that, that's how they're different. Of course. Uh, they look different, uh, in, in some, in some capacity. Uh, as far as facial hair is concerned, and uh, and sometimes uh, defectiveness, as the Bad Batch is concerned, face mm-hmm. tattoos, perhaps. Um, but Fennec has Boba assure assure her that uh, you know if she helps him, her debt is paid. That's it. We're done. And uh, next, we cut to them traveling through the Dune Sea on on Boba's Bantha, and as night falls, Fennec uses her little uh. Her little fucking mini probe droid tech, Sick. which was fucking epic, and I love that they just made her like she has the utilities, bro. Like Boba might have had like the badass weaponry, right? Like like knee cannons and shit, but Fennec is out here like, yeah, I'm gonna cut these bars down after tapping them. Mm. Um, that like, thing was that, all, yeah. Her kit is pretty cool, and yeah, she's uh, got she's got the shit on her there, but uh. Another one of my screenshots was uh, whenever they were, I guess we're not there yet, but whenever they looked at the map that that thing made and they were just, mm-hmm. and it showed like the layout of the pal or like at least that like garage area, you know, and yeah. then going up to the stairs. Like, I love that Pretty we're getting nice. a lot more of the layout of the palace. Like we know like, what's yeah. inside Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that drone travels into the palace and through a vent and flies through the hallway. Uh, and in its search, it floats down a couple corridors. And uh, meanwhile, Boba bids farewell to the Bantha, uh, telling the creature that he served him well, but now he is free to roam the dome, the Dune Sea. And uh, you know, he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you too. I'm gonna miss you too." As uh, as she as she licks Boba, which I thought was hilarious. And uh, f- find other Banthas, make baby Banthas. Yeah, that was, that was Go. interesting. Do me a favor, buddy. Go fuck. Um. But Fennec's like, uh, you think it was a good idea to let the Bantha go before we go and get your ship? And he's like, well, it's either I get it or I die. So, like, I'm not, I'm not coming out here without my ship. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and I was like, you know, what? good for him. Mm. <laughs> hey. well, you know, he promises Fennec that uh, she'll be free soon, and Fennec asks what his next plans are. But was like, well, I'm gonna find my armor, kill that bloated pig who double crossed me. And take his throne. Did we like watch Bib Fortuna betray Boba Fett at any point? Like, do we know that's something that happened? 
I hope it's just made up. I hope he's just making the shit up and just like he's just just running with it, just so he can like get these people to hop on. Because like <clears throat> in Return of the Jedi, he just starts to fly, and then Han like shoots his jetpack right, and then he like mm-hmm. falls onto the ship, and then go like it wasn't anyone's fault. You know, like if any, it's it's Han's fault. You know, oh, Han like, doesn't even any, shoot like, him. He's holding it's like a accidental, that right? Stabs oh. the jetpack. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I never really they got why he's blaming the utter joke either. out of Boba's death in Return of the Jedi, which is hilarious. Yeah, I don't know uh, why they're blaming such a like. People are like, "Why isn't Boba Fett more badass?" Or like, "Was it that badass when he <laughs> got poked in the back and died?" Yeah, I, I don't know why he's double cross. I don't know how he's maybe maybe he was just saying like double cross in the sense of like the fact that he was just left to die there. Ah, yeah, you're probably right. Like he knew he, did, he knew I was out there. Yeah, he knew I was out there. He chose to leave me out there whenever, you know, like Beskar clearly doesn't get, you know, melted in there. And clearly, yeah. you know, Bib Fortuno probably made the conscious decision, yeah, let's just leave him in there. Fair, mm-hmm. fair. But then Fennec's like, uh So you're trying to head a gotra. And he's like, Yeah. And Fennec's like, Well, you're a bounty hunter. I was like, yeah, but I'm tired of working for idiots who are going to get me killed. And I was like, fuck yeah. So are all the rest of us, buddy. Boba says that uh, a Tuscans took him in and made him part of their tribe. He says that uh, he decided to leave hunting behind, which is, which means that this is the actual line where he says, my time with the Tuscans changed who I am. Mm. Um, like, it's, lit- it's literally the line here. Um, but, uh, I just thought that was that was that was a great line and Boba says, you know, uh well, Fennec replies that people like her don't get a choice sometimes. And just then the drone returns and provides them with a holographic map of uh of the slave one's location and as well as the layout of Jabba's palace. And studying the display, Boba observes that there are way too many guards uh represented in, in red. And Fennec's like, well, then we'll just time the patrol right and go in quiet. And I, I like that, like, it was like, man, that, that might be a problem. And Fennec's like, it's really not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could kill all of these people without any effort. Like, it, it's a relatively <laughs> easy thing that they do here. They only had to, like, get past some droids at points. Like, we see just how difficult, I guess, it might be to guard mm. Jabba's palace. Let like, me tell you, though. Maybe Boba was so easily ran up on, along with the fact that he didn't have as many guards. Like, it's like if you find a way to sneak in, like, you might not run into anybody, especially with so li- few people. I don't think enough people are talking about the general chef, General Grievous, that's the chef droid yeah. thing, you know? Um, I that was just love that. That was just awesome. Like, they didn't need to do that, you know? They didn't need to have no. him go all General Grievous mode and start. You know that was that was like, like absolutely a callback too. Like oh, it was yeah. it was incredibly obvious. Like I don't uh, know, this episode was just full of just moments like that. Like yeah, the the freaking uh, seismic charge. Like full yeah. of just these moments that they know are just straight serotonin to the Star Wars fan, and they're just like, all right, here you go, you're welcome. Um, yeah, here's your fix. But right. Th- this was that that was my second favorite scene in this episode the mm-hmm. fucking just you know he's getting ready to fight him he just goes it was such you know as you said joseph just so neat pointless but i loved every second of it but yeah after uh after that whole 
saga with uh, with the droids. You know, they they hear footsteps footsteps approaching, and turns out to be a lep rat catcher droid. <laughs> like it is there to catch rats, which is why it's so damn quick. Mm. And uh, Boba and Fennec try to try to get it as it flees. And I love that Boba like it got personal for Boba. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah, you put him in a chokehold too, up against the wall. Like, it's and the dude droid. was like, mm, "Shutting down." Sorry. Uh, <laughs> He's like quick little bugger. Like, man, he yeah. really had he really got my ass, didn't he? Yeah, we don't uh, really have. That I like that the whole time Fennec's just watching in the background. Like, you are such a fucking dork. <laughs> uh, like, she literally like when he walks past her, she like literally takes a breath in with her eyes closed. Like, like damn this this boy dumb sometimes. Mm. But uh, it's and then she's like, can we can we go now? Uh, but they they reach the hangar where the slave one is stored uh, and passing a pair of. Uh, some gonks to uh, two Gamorrean guards enter the hangar, but Boba and Fennec knock them the fuck out, and uh, several armed guards storm the hangar, and Boba and Fennec are forced to hide, and a gun battle breaks out, and Fennec tells Boba, you know, make sure that shit can, make sure that shit can even fly, make sure this was worth it at all, um, and Fennec takes out a bunch of the guards as Boba climbs into the Slave One, and as more guards converge. Fennec blows up the gonk droids, uh, scattering the uh, the guards effectively, and uh, she <clears> shoots <throat> four more while Boba powers up the ship. And like she's just on a fucking tear, dude. She's a badass. Mm. She got that yeah. aim. She do. She got aimbot. But as the uh, as the reinforcements arrive, the engines come to life, and uh, you know Fennec climbs aboard the gangplank, and as a Gamorrean guard charges, <laughs> these dudes just like to run in and and fucking jump. You know, I remember in the Mando season premiere where that one in the ring is like, well, fuck it. I'm going over these ropes. Uh, and it's <laughs> like, what made you think that was a good idea, buddy? You're you're fucking slow. Um. <laughs> I mean, you got to make Finnick and Boba like and, and then look badass somehow. And it just comes at the price of the goons or the, the goons. You know, yeah, it's just they're goons. That's they're what they're goons. there for, you know, just to get yeah. beat up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but uh, as the Gamorrean charges, Boba tries to lift up the ship into flight mode, and uh, like Fennec is like, "Dude, do you even know how to fly?" Like confirmed, Boba Fett's a bad driver, <laughs> um, at least bad at parking. Uh, but Boba replies that they uh they need to get the gate gate open, but he can't see anything, and Fennec fights the Gamorrean guard on the hull of the Slave One, and eventually knocks him off, and as the Slave One pulls through and destroys some concrete, uh, Fennec fights another guy who had climbed onto the ship's hull, and uh, Boba's like, shit, sorry, I'm going to continue to not be a help. The guns are jammed. Um, and as uh, as Fennec finds the finds the Nick too, she tells Boba that she has an idea and tells him to close the ramp. And he's like, uh, okay, I, I guess. Hope you know what you're doing. And Fennec throws the guy off the ramp, enters the ship, fires it at the gate, and it's like, okay, yeah, she's she's got this shit under control. Definitely need her at your side, Boba. And, uh, I can't believe it was really just that simple. I mean, not that, that that's like a shot that is in in uh, in and of itself simple, but just shooting that that big cylinder. That's how oh yeah, like it was like this will get it open. That's how big doors work. You got to have a heavy weight. It's in it's the true. Matrix, you know. It's how they did it there. Our, our oh, resident Lord. expert in uh, Big Doors, Joe, Joseph George. <laughs> Big Doors. Resident, 
Just big doors equal big counterweight that you could shoot to fast escape. Big door <laughs> equal big dick. Uh... And anyway, uh... <laughs> uh, I I didn't I I zoned out. Um, but right, uh, my dog took my podcast. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but, Timo hopped on to say that, right? That was yeah, Timo. yeah, that was him. that was him. But uh, as dawn approaches, Slave One flies into the skies of Tatooine aboard the cockpit. Fennec tells Boba that uh, they should stick to the plan next time, and Boba's like, "Hmm, next time, huh?" And she settles into the co-pilot seat, and she asks how the ship is, and he replies that it's in good shape. It's a little rusty, but it's it's all right. And Fennec's like, "Well, you should you should get this shit fixed up in most Eisley. And he's like, "Nah, I'm, I'll do the shit myself." You know, people think I'm dead. It'd be kind of weird to show my face around. Uh, mm-hmm. It's advantageous, smart you know? man. It is smart, you know. Like he when he like rises to power. There's only one reason he can just like walk in there and shoot somebody, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, Boba Fett is the, <laughs> the daimyo? Wait, Boba Fett is alive? Like, that's some pretty dramatic entrance shit. But uh, Boba reminds Fennec that uh, her debt's been paid and asks where she would like to be dropped, and, and she's like, well, where are you going? And Boba's like, well, I got a few scores to settle. She's like, all right, I'll, I'll go for the ride. Mm. I was like, all right. Now, I haven't gotten a note, a note of anything even remotely romantic between them. Like, except for like a little tiny bit here. And that no, I could, I could I feel the sexual tension the entire episode. The whole time. The yeah. whole time. They're one second away from ripping each other's yeah. clothes off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just right okay. there, right Boba, there on the Boba, floor of Jabba's palace. Boba has been giving Finnick fuck me eyes the entire series. Boba's been giving everyone fuck me eyes. That dude horny. But uh, you know, you know I want to give me two weeks of Manta, man. He, Don't make Manta a... babies. Yeah, he wants everyone to fuck. He's just a fucking yeah. cool guy. Well, we haven't gotten this yet. But uh, the one, the the lady that controls the bar, she's giving everyone fuck me eyes. Garza flip. I want her to give me fuck me eyes. Garza Whip, what a legend. But later in the day, uh, we see the Kintan Striders ride their speeders through the deserts. And I was like, what's that little what's that little dot up in the corner? Oh, it's getting bigger. Ah, I see. And thus the Slave One appears and absolutely destroys all of these guys. And it's just like, he was like, I know exactly what I'm going to do to these motherfuckers. Let me go get my ship. Uh, I'm not even going to make this a battle. Like, I'm going to make sure I just wipe them the fuck out. And I never have to deal with it again. He didn't have to use a missile either, you know? Like, he didn't have to. He was just like, yeah, it's needed here. You know, this right. last guy, fuck him. You know, I'm not just going to shoot him like the rest. I'm going to I'm gonna blow him up with a, just an overkill of a missile for this one speeder. But, ah, uh, he had but, to, uh, you know? That's his first. Oh, I loved it. It was yeah. like, you know, like, as, as a crime lord is one to do, he retaliates mm. uh, for the... You know, and uh, it's a thing in the Harley Quinn animated series where it's like, uh, you know, if if you're going to murder, like mass murder people in a family and the bloodline, mm. like if you were going to kill these Tuscans, you had to kill Boba, too, or it was going to be a problem for you. Mm. Um, And, you know, he 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 then flies the slave one away and uh, him and Fennec make eye contact with the great pit of Carcoon where there's a bunch of wreckage from the sail barge that's still out there, and uh, we see uh, Boba tell Fennec to hand on as he uh, slowly 
brings the slave one above the Sarlacc pit. And he's like, yeah, I was locked away in here for <laughs> where he'd been locked away years ago. And, uh, Fennec initially responds with disbelief, believing that uh, the armor had dissolved inside the digestive system. Not Veska. Yeah, but, uh, you know, then we see the Sarlacc is still alive. Uh, and uh, the Slave One descends into its maw, but uh, can't see a thing until that thing snaps up at him. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that, that one's rough. That one was like, ah, okay, this motherfucker's still out here. He'd probably been waiting a while to see somebody again, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, the Sarlacc awakens and latches onto the Slave One with its tentacles and Fennec's like, well, shoot it. And he tries <laughs> and hearing those, hearing the blasters or the, mm. that shit is fantastic. Just the prequel vibes out the ass there. And, uh, you know, impressive seeing just how fucking strong the Sarlacc pit is mm. like this, he's full throttle backing out of there like i'm getting out of here and he can't Mm. um which is which is quite impressive but uh you know uh, where was i i'm trying to find my spot here uh yeah this this struggle goes on for a while but fennec finds the button she needs to push and uh the button the button Mm. you're like what oh that button's got to be something good (laughs) uh pushes the button the seismic charge rolls out of the Rolls out of the shit and into the Sarlacc's mouth, and thus we have our Sarlacc sound wave. Wow! Fennec, Fennec with the fire in the hole. I was like, "Oh, that was gas!" Mm. Uh, our big brains just knowing that this moment would happen. You know, subconsciously naming the podcast that, like, just you know, didn't want to spoil it for fun. the people. You know, that easily. So you we know, knew what was happening. But, mm. What a moment. Like, I, I literally sat, moment. I was laying down, you know, watching, and then I see, you know, the button, and I'm like, wait a minute. This could only mean two things. One, hyperdrive. They're going into hyperspace through Tatooine right now, and I'm like, wait, that's ridiculous. They're it's going obviously, to- like, obviously not going to destroy Tatooine. And then I'm like, okay, there's only one other possibility of what this button is going to do. And I just instantly am like, okay, I'm in. I sat up. And I just like closed my eyes after it like fell in there. And I just listened. I turned my TV up like so much too. And I just let it radiate through my room. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Joseph, no, they're saving the, uh, the, you know, uh, hyperspeed for the next episode. Um, whenever they go into the core of Tatooine, you're right. Into the, the great, hyperspace and then stop into the core. In the core. Yeah. It's the where quickest. it's all, where it's all water. Yeah. Where it's all water. And so that's yeah. what, yeah. To hydrate the planet, blow yeah. up the core, or, or turn the planet inside out through blow up, hyperspace. Blow up the uh, the great, obviously the great yeah. black melon in the center of Tatooine. Yeah, mm-hmm. the great black melon, <laughs> praise thee. But uh, you'll eventually crave it. Bobo's like, <laughs> Bobo's is... like, thanks, <clears throat> I appreciate that and all. Uh, but next time, don't touch my shit. Uh, thank you. And uh, later on, Boba uses a rope to climb into the into the corpse of the Sarlacc while Fennec holds him up. And after returning from it, he tells her, you know, I found nothing. This was this was a complete and utter waste of time. And Fennec warns that uh, Boba is burning and that he's not safe inside the creature and pours some water on his head. And Boba's like, well, yeah, my, my armor's not down there. And Fennec's like, yeah, the, ar- the armor certainly served its purpose when it saved you from the fucking acid. Hmm. 
Uh, she recommends that he uses a Bacta tank, and Boba report, uh, pours the rest of the water down on his head. And uh, later on in the evening, you know, Boba captures a scurrier for the two to share, and uh, the two hunters sit around a fire, and when Fennec questions his ambition to form his own house, Boba asks, How many times were you hired to, to do a job that was avoidable? He says that if only the crime syndicates took the time to think, they could have saved lives. Uh, mm. And Fennec responds, you know, their kind would then be out of out of business, out of work. And Boba's like, I'm tired of our kind dying because of the idiocy of, of others. He says they're smarter than them, that it's time that they took their shot. And Boba said, unionize. Motherfucker, unionize. Mm. And I was like, mm, pra praise this man. Uh, Space. He is more space Jesus than Obi-Wan. I know what I said was sacrilegious right there, and that's crazy that it came out of my mouth, but like, this is space Jesus. You know, this is space at Jesus. the core, he was eaten and literally reborn. And then there's literal like religious music, like in he this, probably like, he probably came out of that Sarlacc pit three days um, later. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there, some of this music is sounding a little churchy, like to me. Like there are some moments oh, it's, where it's, it's definitely like, got that ancient incantation yeah, vibe there. Yeah. Oh, like, like <laughs> yeah, this is, he's on a he's on a space Jesus quest line. Yeah, but... No, not no, nah, no, ancient not. hymn lamentation sort of thing. There's a there's a shot where it's just like Boba staring out into the sun, and it's literally just like for thirty seconds that they just play this like church ish song. It's not it's it's not like obvious church music, but like I don't know. It just got me in the mode of being like, yeah, you know what? This dude is space Jesus. Like just like the camera zooms in on Boba Fett's face, and then Kirk Franklin just starts wailing. <laughs> but uh, Bo Boba says, you know, I'm I'm planning on starting my own house, so I'm gonna need brains. And I'm gonna need muscle. And you got both of them. And he's like, you know, and, that's tempting. And I'm also in love with you, so yeah. <laughs> please, please come with me. Stay with me forever. Phoenix says, you know, that's tempting and all, but uh, I'm an independent contractor. I'll do some jobs for you, but I value my freedom. And he's like, well, I can offer you something that no client ever has: loyalty. I'll give you a cut of my earnings, and I'll protect you with my life. Mm. And Fennec replies that living with the Tuscans had made him soft. And Boba says, no, it made me strong. And I was like, everybody watching who had some shit to say about how Boba isn't isn't tough, fuck yourself. They had a line in the show ready for you. Like, I was, fuck yes. They knew. I love that. They he's knew. A, he's a little puss boy thinking friendship is more important than strength. He also he also reasons that you can only get so far without a tribe. Uh, and uh, as Boba rests in his back to tank, he experiencing he experiences one last flashback of Bib Fortuna greeting him, Boba, and then Boba shooting his ass dead and throwing him off the throne. Um, he's, he claims the throne. Fennec sips some uh, some of that fucking blue drink she's got. What was that called? Blue milk. Spotchka. Spotchka. Yeah, the, Spotchka. The blue milk from, from, from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> from Last Jedi. But, uh, you know, uh, as Fed awakens, he presses a button, draining away the Bacta from the tank, and a servant droid hands him a towel as Fed emerges. And the droid congratulates Fed. You are completely healed. 
And the shot we see of Boba Fett's like armory right there, where like it's his it's his whole kit just laid out. Yeah, that's how it's going to be done everywhere now. You're going to see every cosplayer, every like that is how I don't know. I want like seeing that just made me want to be like I want one of those now. Honestly, in the corner of my room, I want that. I'm kind of surprised you haven't already started 3D printing. (laughs) Uh, I was actually thinking your about own. it. I yeah. was looking at it, and you just need so much filament. Like, oh yeah, like, you would so much, but like, but it'd be fucking cool. It would be it'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> but Fennec then asks about the scars on the inside. You know, you're completely healed, but what about the scars on the inside? And Fett's like, those take more time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like, they're both like, yeah, we're fucked up, aren't we? <laughs> That's a shame. They're like, let's, let's laugh about it. They know. I mean, they know. They both live the same, you know, similar lifestyles. So, like, it's it's a mutual understanding. Oh, for sure. And I, it's, it is interesting that, like, they'll, like, talk to each other without, like, talking to each other. Like, you all right? Yeah. All right. Cool. Mm. Uh, I mean, you got to think there are a lot of people that, you know, that have trauma that deal with it by joking about the fact that they have trauma. Not, oh, not dealing with said trauma. But Pete just Davidson. joking about the fact that they have it. Pete Davidson. In his, yeah. In his dad. Great example. His dad dying in 9-11. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a big one for him. He gets a lot of mileage uh, out of that. He did. Did. Lots of it. A lot of lot of jokes told at roasts. Uh, <laughs> damn shame. But uh, Boba's like, uh, you know, those those take longer. And uh, he turns his attention to the mayor's major domo. And Fennec replies, you know, he's a prisoner singing like a Zoom uh, but there's no sign of the of the mayor. Is it just me or is the name Major Domo just like the most? It, Posh. J- it just either sounds like it's like a joke the waiting to give head, or is like Major right there. Domo. Like yeah, it the, sounds like there's a blowjob cool joke time. in there somewhere. And trying it's to get like that also, Major yeah. Domo. Oh, what's like, up with the mayor? What's up with the mayor's Major Domo? I am trying to get. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get, get some Major, major Domo. Dome, okay. Yeah, like. You've gotten dome, but have you gotten major dome from the major domo, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know about it. But uh, as uh, Boba summons the droid to fetch his armor, Fennec tells him that the mods are combing the streets of Mos Espa for the fugitive mayor. And I like that we have a name for the youths now, the mods. And, uh, and they Boba won't be wants called to, that one time. They'll always be called the youths. Yeah, they're the youths. The, the, the mod youths. Uh, but Boba wants to show his face in town. Fennec's like, well, shouldn't you chill? And he's like, power hates a vacuum. Mm. She's like, you'd still be in power here, buddy. <laughs> um, and I was like, that's, a, that's a pretty, that's, that's a I mean, like you're a man of the people and I get it, but like you probably need to chill out a little bit, you know, just kind of hang back for a second. Take, take a breather. What are you talking about? He took a breather in the Bacta tank. Yeah. It's just like, what? I don't know. Just doesn't feel like enough for Boba. Um, probably needs a little bit more, a little bit more rest, maybe a little therapy. But uh, Doctor, at the sanctuary, where, where's Doctor Melfi when you need her? Therapy is for where is Doctor Melfi. Give me Lorraine Bracco. I need her to show up as Star Wars therapist here in uh, in the book of Boba. But uh, <laughs> damn, Boba would throw a wrench. Feel she'd throw Boba would throw a wrench in her shit because he ain't got no mom. I mean. Man, artificially created. 
there, there ain't no mom to that's say a whole other, there, that's a whole other thing there, there in and of itself. There ain't though. no mom for her to say you want to have sex with your mother. There, so there would the mom maybe be uh, the uh, the Cam and Owens? Lama does, Sue. Does he want to have um, sex with a Cam and Owen? Is that what is that his issue? I made that song out of the uh, Kaminoans' names. I, I picked that, that was up. impressive. Nalase, Nalasa. Nalase, Nalasa. Lama Su. Omega. Don't overthink it. It worked. It worked. Omega. Nalase, Nalasa, Omega. But at the Sanctuary Cantina. Gambling droid uh, serves several Trandoshan patrons who celebrate their win with Black Chrysanthemum drinking nearby, spilling his drink all over his, his furry chest and watching the Trandoshans like, I fucking hate these guys. Uh, and I think this is something that's like kind of seeded in lore of Star Wars that Trandoshans used to hunt and imprison Wookiees. So he's just like, these motherfuckers don't deserve to be having fun. Um. It's because, like, otherwise, yeah, I, it's I, like, I man, Chrysanthemum's got some issues to work I, through. I took it, especially since she was like talking about the like the the slave like fighting pits. I took it to be like he like they like the Trandoshans. I think they're known as like slavers, and so they probably put chances are he was Damn. probably captured by a Trandoshan, and that's why he was like these. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill these guys. Imagine a three hour imagine a three hour stretch of appointments as a Star Wars therapist of just fucking Black Kersantan fucking Fennec Shand and then Boba Fett to bring it all home. Oh my god. Okay, I mean, that'd be terrible but I feel like Melfi's they're also... Like, Melfi's like Fennec, are you holding anything in? And she's like, yeah, I met Boba's sister 30 years ago. I haven't told him yet. <laughs> um... I, I feel like there are probably people that are worse off than, you know, <laughs> these three as well. Oh, certainly. Uh, Luke Luke Skywalker, Luke, Anakin Skywalker, Anakin. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, they're, they're all, all kind of... And and so everyone everyone in the Star Wars universe needs therapy. And so I kissed her, and then she's my sister. I mean, what the? I fuck? mean, what? And then and then get this. All right, mom dead, dad dead now. Uh, aunt and uncle dead. Uh, my 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 mentor, my leader, Obi Wan Yoda dead in front um, of me, I, mind you. All of the all of them died in front of me, besides Padme. Um, besides my mom. My grandson killed Han. Um, which, or not grandson, my, my, uh, nephew, nephew killed my best killed my friend. my best friend, yeah. Uh, damn, that sucks. Um, oh, yeah, Leia, my sister, yeah, I guess she already said sister. Damn, yeah, fuck. So, you know, I mean, you know, clearly Luke wants to have sex with his sister. Um, <laughs> That's all Melfi takes away from that. Circle. And I Melfi. think everyone wants to have sex with his mother. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going a different route with that. What, um, what route did you think I was going to go with it? I well, mainly said just, like, I mainly well, we know Luke wants to have sex with their with his with his sister, but you know, everyone wants. To... <laughs> you, you were no. you were going to keep going with no. that line. Of I point. was mainly just wanted to get a joke in about you know most people wanting to have sex with his, with Natalie Portman as Padme. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so. Chrysan rips this motherfucker's arms off. Um, I thought that was a nice off. little uh, parallel to Obi Wan slicing that dude's uh, arm off in the uh, in the cantina and New Hope. Right, and it's also and it's also like a like a a pull through of like the fact that a Wookiee doesn't rip your arms off when he loses. Mm. Uh, a, Wookiee, <laughs> a Wookiee ripped this guy's arm off. 
Uh, but, you know, that that only came after Garcef Whip intervened and telling Black or Santon that he made his point, telling him that, you know, she remembers his years in the pit, remarking she'd never seen a more impressive display of martial prowess, uh, describing him as a legend who drew crowds of thousands. She says that his knuckle dusters were more feared than blasters. He has met every challenge and won every trophy. It would be dishonorable for you to dismember this, this unfortunate Trandoshan. This gave me such like Deadpool vibes when uh, what's uh, what's Juggernaut? Is it no? It's not Juggernaut. It's uh, Colossus giving him like the spiel about one good decision every day, and then he's just like, "You rambled on." Like that's Cursanton just like just rips the arm off. Yeah. He's like, "Yep, I'm done." And then just as badass as it gets, drops the sack of credits onto the fucking the waiter. Oh, I loved that. Just, he's, just, he's, you know, yep, I don't need you to pay my tab. I just wanted to rip that she, guy's fucking arm off. She tried so fucking hard, and I loved it. Like, it kind of seemed like it was working for a second. And then she was like, now if you just, you know, set set him down, don't rip his arm off, we can call it oh, even oh, on the debt. Oh, and he's like, go oh, fuck you. I don't need your money. <laughs> He said, you know what? You could have just stopped at the, you know, whole like, There was a field. second there where I was like, man, does Black Santon want free drinks that bad? <laughs> like, he's just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, I don't have a job anymore. Uh, but, uh, mm. you know. Uh, does he, though? Uh, he, he he does soon. Yeah. Uh, soon come. Soon but Black Santon pays a, uh, pays Garcef Whip. His tab before walking past Boba, and Boba was like, "Well, it was worth a shot, you know." Uh, and I like that it was like, "Man, eh, generally not a big deal. Fuck that guy anyway." Uh, but Garce is like, "Hit it, Max!" <laughs> and uh, the band the band continues playing. Imagine, the, uh, imagine just music. sitting there like mortified and blacking out as your arm has been ripped off of your fucking body, and you just hear the cantina music, and everyone go back to their just everyone go back to their normal <laughs> just, just good time vibes just partying and then he's just laying there it's exactly what happened after the obi-wan arm swipe you know it's just probably more of the parallel between the obi-wan you know in the cantina because that's exactly what happened is they were like sorry yeah, for the everyone just like bum, bum. went back to doing their thing this dude's just laying there without an arm uh, he's like oh just another tuesday in the galaxy boba <laughs> <laughs> Boba follows him on out of that sanctuary, though, and uh, looks at the. Uh, and he looks at the Wookiee, tells him, "You know, I got I got a job for you, buddy." And, uh, you know, the Wookiee looks menacingly at Fett, but later, Boba and Fennec host several local crime bosses at a banquet in Boba's palace, and Fennec explains that Jabba once sat on the throne, but his reign ended in a ball of fire above the Dune Sea, with Bib Fortuna taking his place. Fennec reminds them that they were once captains under Jabba, but left his family when Fortuna claimed to be the heir. Uh, she describes Fortuna as a terrible leader with no right to the throne. And Fennec recalls that they each tried to take his place, but were thwarted, but were thwarted by his guile and treachery. And uh, Black Chrysanthemum is also standing in the background like, yeah, you know what? Now I'm part of the muscle. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Just going to recruit all the bounty hunters to be on your team. I love it. And, uh, Fennec credits Boba with removing Fortuna and promises that they can again accure the wealth that uh, and the power if they listen to Boba. And Boba says, you know, he may sit on the throne, but he claims to uh, have no design desires on their territory. And uh, he says that he doesn't expect any tribute or quarter or anything in return. But he says, you know, he has a mutually beneficial proposal. Explains that the Pikes are. Uh, Gathering on most gathering in Mos Espa, and they're they're trying to make Tatooine theirs. 
a Trandoshan tac- captain named Doc Strassi, who was actually played by Robert Rodriguez. Fun fact, the the director and general showrunner of the show, hmm. and says that uh, they make much money through the sale of spice in their territory, which the Pikes are have a heavy hand in. And then a Klaatuinian captain asks Boba why he deserves to be Daimyo. What what prevents them from killing him and taking what they want? <laughs> and just then, Boba's rancor reaches up and nearly grabs all of them, and they all jump up off the table, and Boba remains seated. And they're like, okay. <laughs> you know okay, what? yeah, I get it. What is, Maybe uh, I'll reconsider. Is, he must be hungry, or what, what does he say? Something along those lines? Comments on that? Yeah, and he, he throws him the piece of meat. Um Shocking to believe that that would satisfy a Sarlacc. Um, Rancor. Rancor, yeah. But uh, also, so Danny Trejo was down there just like waiting for yo, the, oh, yeah, that, waiting that for them to. This was just for Danny Trejo, it. actually. That yeah. wasn't for the uh, Rancor. Yeah. The that Rancor, just, I, yeah, yeah, handed it to Danny Trejo. Like, <laughs> here's, your, here's your dinner. Yeah, that's here's hilarious. your real like Danny Trejo's just sitting down there, just waiting, and he's like, they're going to talk shit on Boba at some point. And when they do, I'm, I'm going to poke you, and you're going to yeah, reach up. You're going to okay? reach up and scare the shit out of him. But uh, after the after Boba's rancor roars, roars up and punches the trapdoor, uh, uh, one of the the lep droid or, from earlier runs away, and uh, Boba claims that calms the rancor by sharing a piece of meat, calms the guests. They all sit down, and Boba's like, you know, uh, crime lords can benefit from cooperation instead of fighting, and uh, Aqualish Master Garfalaquax. Wow. Again, we've commented on this so many times throughout the Star Wars analysis, but the the way that they just come up with it. I mean, where do you get this shit from? I don't know. Garfalaquax? Um, I mean, Throw that, a fork in just, a box. And you get, shake, okay, and here's what they, I have no doubts in my mind. They have a, one of those little, like, uh, what do you call them? The little dream catcher thing or whatever you call them, where you like, you know, do mm-hmm. the thing. You pick the first number and that's how many vowels go in it. And then you pick the next number <laughs> and it's how many consonants. And it is either between like eight to 12 consonants. And there is no more than two vowels in every name. They're like, oh, I, this is going to be a hard one. I think, uh, I think there, yeah, there's no, there's one, there's one person at Disney and his whole job is he sits at a computer. Okay. They, he just like, he, he gets in for the day. He clicks like generate and it just spits out a bunch of random like, like computer this. generated bullshit names <laughs> no it's no it's a whole bunch of computer like generated random names and then he just reads through them you know just like terrible, he's looking around terrible, like he's terrible, looking around terrible, like that terrible. wouldn't do anything garfalaquax that that has that's a ring, perfect that for that aquilish don get no. it write it down i'm saying yeah. is i'm no. waiting for that guy to fuck up one time and i am swooping in on that shit i am wa- i am hawkeyeing <laughs> on linkedin for that fucking job and i am sniping the shit out of it there but uh his job title is just Star Wars name generator. <laughs> Boba Boba replies that uh he's proposing that the crime families of Mos Espa join in a defensive alliance against the Pike Syndicate. And the Klaatuinian captain counters that the Pikes have only threatened Fett's territory. Why should we spill our blood for a feud between you and the Pikes? And uh, Boba vows to fight these enemies alone and to vanquish them alone. But they'll have to know that he had to do it alone. Uh I can make the streets safe again, and you can prosper. And uh, Boba says that all he asks in return is that they remain neutral if the Pike Syndicate reaches out to them uh, to betray him. And the crime lords discuss Boba's proposal, and Strauss says that Boba's proposal is acceptable, and they all they all concur. And the crime lords, Boba and Fennec, have a toast. 
Later that night, the crime lords depart Boba's palace, and uh, Boba and Fennec watch from the balcony. And when uh, Fennec asks if he trusts them, Boba's like, well, you know, they work for their own self-interest, and we gave them a better offer than the Pikes will. And uh, as they depart on their vehicles, Boba opines that uh, they may be stubborn, but are not foolish. Boba says, you know, they have to prepare for war. Mm. And he's like, oh, how much how much treasure we got? We got a lot of treasure, but no muscle. And Fennec is Fett like... Mm. You know, she's like, credits can buy a lot of muscle if you know where to look. Oh, what does this mean, boys? Fantastic. What does this mean? Does Din still have the dark Listen, they're gonna hire Mace Windu. You know, like, like there's, there's, it's insane. Like, obviously, Din is showing up in the show. They're not gonna play that music and then not have him show up. He's showing up, and it is after. He gets the dark saber from Moth Gideon, and Grogu's gone, Man. and Bo-Katan is well, right is there all... as well. And like, it's a, it's yeah, a like fucking... weeks or like a month, you know, like it it's like a... a couple weeks or like a month or a couple months, maybe, you know. It is a like... goddamn shame that we saw what's the droid, the 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 fighter. I I say fighter. IG Eleven is that is that who is in Mando? The self destruction. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame that him and Creel are gone because I would just love for this reveal to be that music and then all of a sudden the muscle they hire is just Creel and IG-11 showing up just fucking He's ready on his to, fucking board. Just, just ready to just just go crazy on the pipes. Mm. But no, I mean... Nah, I, I, see guys, a, no. I see a vision. We're all wrong. I know exactly who we're getting. The ultimate killer of men, Chopper. It'd be pretty epic. No, I wish. he's coming in. Uh, he's about to double his kill count. But he's I was going to say, go I mean, to a certain extent, one could argue that 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 Din is in a little bit of debt to to these people, like, and not not a not a like looming like blackmail type debt. But I mean, it would be wrong of him kid. to deny that they were of a huge aid and help in retrieving and getting. Grogu to where he needed to ultimately go. In all fairness, though, he he also did get um, Mando or uh, uh, Boba Fett's armor for him, though. Okay, that was the exchange. Okay. Was the okay. exchange. Fair, fair, fair. I... This is this is a whole new favor, which would imply that come Mando season three, someone will have a fla- someone will have a favor to cash in on uh, in return for Boba Fett to come back to his aid. Um, but however. The implication here that Joe was speaking to, uh, the dark saber thing. So we're gonna, we're probably gonna get something acknowledging the fact that he either he, he should still have the dark saber. It's not an off-screen thing where he's like, "Yeah, I just gave it to Bo-Katan." <laughs> uh, like, well, because yeah, so we know that's like, not happening because she exactly specifically exactly. She said, "I'm it. not taking it." I, you know, I learned my lesson last time. So I. Me and me and Joe have have worked through this. Uh, my theory stands at the moment that you know maybe Din won't be alone, but will instead come with Bo-Katan. Like they until they figure out what the fuck to do about the dark saber. Like I know they're quick to action and stuff, but they're both reasonable people at, ultimately, and they don't want to fight each other. I'm assuming they'll figure this shit out somehow. And maybe they're maybe they're together. Maybe they 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 find Boba, right? Here's Boba's, a, Boba's this fucking Boba's this grand leader. 
Boba's really good at leading. Mm. Who t- who takes the dark saber? Bo-Katan, the one who needs to rule too much, and Din, the one who doesn't want to lead at all. And then you have Boba, who's leading for the right reasons. Yeah, but I don't think he, re- he rules with respect. See, that's the thing, though. It's the I don't first think transfer Boba... of the dark saber that is peaceful, the first one. And it's um, to Boba it won't Fett. happen next episode. No, 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 no. I don't think yeah. I don't think Boba would want to lead Mandal the Mandalorians. Though I don't why, think he wants why not? to lead Mandalore. He, oh no, he he's not stopping at Tatooine. He, he he's not stopping at Tatooine. I don't like, think he does either. But I think just where he's building his his house. He's building his house, which is in well, like a he's galaxy building his house there to try and stop, you know, to try and bring down like the crime lords and all that stuff. But I don't think I think the you know the the step from building a house on Tatooine to you know essentially ruling Mandalore ruling is a Mandalore can a allow him pretty to do big a jump. lot of what he wants. Oh, it's to a pretty do, big though. jump. I don't mean it'll happen by the end of this yeah. season. My theory. Okay. Is that... Okay. See, that's fine. I thought. I thought you meant like end of the season. He's ruling. Oh no, that's over not Mandalore. like the finale. Like, Boba's, no, that Boba's is got the dark saber. That is a. That is a. I feel like it'd be like a. You know. You guys are thinking way too deep here. It's it's really simple. Okay, we saw it in Hawkeye. All that's going to happen to to resolve this whole dark saber con- conflict is just LARP. We're just going to LARP this thing out. And, and have a nice little peaceful LARP fight, and, and it's going to be Joe Schmo off the street that gets the Dark Saber. And they're, thought, just gonna let, they're, that, they're, they're just going to let. They're just going to let Chaos. Gonna say, I thought you were going to go like the uh, the Hawkeye, like you know they would b- just both be Hawkeye. I thought you were going to be like, no, both no. of us can have the Dark Saber. <laughs> that was, was like, the first thing I thought of. Was like, was like, how funny would it be to just like LARP that shit out for the Dark mm. Saber? Just <laughs> my guess right now is that Din will lead Mandalore for a while as the symbol, you know, just he will be the symbol, but Bo-Katan will be the one kind of pulling all the strings or something along the lines. I don't think we get Din on Mandalore for a while in the first place. Anyways, I think he's just going to be like, I have this thing. I really don't want it. And I don't want what comes with it. Like the other thing is that Mandalore is not, free for the ruling at the moment like it's that's true i'm pretty sure it's occupied by the empire they have to fight a war to get mandalore back no um, it's the, the empire's gone i don't think i don't not, think they're not the empire not the empire not that we Gideon's know the empire either. that thrawn is still yeah, acting, i think mandalore like, is the seat yeah, of the remaining imperial I, get, okay, power. I get what you're saying uh, um but I, I, I'm more taking it as like you know the people like all the Mandalorians like the the remnants that are spread that are spread throughout. I think they will kind of be drawn to the dark saber. Um, I don't think Din wants to lead them at all. I don't think uh, Bo-Katan is capable of leading them anymore because you know she's never been a very good leader to begin with. Um, and her past, like uh. Like she used to be, you know, the Black Watch, you know, like part of Black Watch Death and like or Death yeah. Watch and like a very radical, you know, like a uh, person among Mandalore. Yeah. Um, and like Colton brought up to me that like people were fine with the way Duchess Satine was ruling Mandalore, and that was very peaceful well, and not yeah, you know, everyone like, except I mean for not Death everyone, Watch. but like yeah, well, was, but like yeah. The, the the planet was doing fine, you know. So who's to say that they're gonna want a Bo Katan, you know, like. Um, no, under no, no, all this chaos, they would probably just want to go back to a Duchess Satine. You know? That's, that's, what, that's all they want. Chaos, they'd want someone who ruled with 
respect. See, that's I don't even think they want. I think they don't. I don't. I don't think they want someone to rule with the dark saber. I think Mandalore isn't ever like. I think they're past the point where the dark saber is what rules them. I think they're you know Mandalore itself will have a Duchess Satine type character, but then the actual like, um, like the Mandalorians the that are, that are matter, wearing. Though. No, what I'm saying is like the Mandalorians, like the the ones that have gone underground that are still wearing the armor and staying true to the t- traditions, which are just an offshoot of the Death Watch. I think that group could still be led by a um, Boba Fett there, where They're he's not tripping. actually going back, going back to Mandalore to rule the planet. Hmm. He just now has a force of you know bounty hunters. Like yeah. I, I kind of feel a, like it's a missed opportunity if the Darksaber does not get into Boba Fett's hands. Like, Oh no, I'm saying I think he takes like he takes the Darksaber and uses that as a, like he now has a source of manpower almost that are that, that's, you know, the remnants that are loyal of, to the Darksaber. Yeah, that are loyal to him and the Darksaber because he is a true Mandalorian but he's not going to go back to Mandalore and say I rule Mandalore because most people on Mandalore don't give a fuck about the Darksaber. At this All point right. in time. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. I I mean, like, I, and I just don't think it would happen anytime soon. Like, yeah. that, this would be, this would be something that is result, like, this would be one of the end game things. Yeah. Like, I, if, like if when, it was, these, when these series all culminate yeah. together, that would be the sort if of it, thing. If it happening. was a go back to Mandalore and actually rule Mandalore, yeah, that's not happening for a minute. But if it was a somehow get the Darksaber, and him bring like start gathering a following of Mandalorians. I could see that happening, you know, more of like towards the end of the season, next season, you know, type thing. And I don't think he's gonna like win the dark saber this season. No, but he'll I hold could, the dark saber. I could this almost season. see if like they have Din lose the dark saber, like to somehow whatever happens, like maybe next season of. The Mandalorian, he loses the dark saber, and then it ends up having to be Boba Fett who wins it back. Mm. My because that's brain... the whole thing. I do, I do think someone has to win it. Like whoever's holding it has to have won it. Because I see this same scene thing with happening in my brain, and it just almost seems like it kind of has to happen. Is that there's going to be tension building between Din and Bo-Katan for a long time, and Bo-Katan's just going to want to kill him because she wants the dark saber. Like that's what Bo-Katan's about. Boba is, you know, probably going to be with them, like, at the time that Bo-Katan is like, you know what, screw it, I'm doing this. Like, I'm I'm going for it. Boba will step in and, like, stop the fight, break the fight. Like, it'll seem like Din's about to die or something. Beat the shit out of or, you both know, something, of them. like, happens, And then the he, he beats both of them, and Bo-Katan has nothing to say but, like, oh, yeah, you beat me, so... You you have to take it, you know. In no way I'm gonna beat you, you know. So like, and then Din is like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't want it in the first place. So like, so now I've I've tried. I've tried to give this away at literally every single turn. Yeah. So like, I I see Bo-Katan and Din eventually fighting, but then Boba being the one to save the day, and then in turn him saving the day means that he becomes the owner of the dark saber. But I don't see that happening anytime soon, though. Um, Bottom line. I think I think we see Boba Fett wield the dark saber this season, not as the owner of yeah. the dark saber, but get his hands on the dark saber. And I see him atop the rancor, holding the dark saber in the air. Oh, yeah. a parallel leading, between leading his army to. Tri- I I hate the parallel if they're going to do it. Is like when Moff Gideon got out of his dead Tie Fighter on top of it, 
if Boba will be like on top of his dead rancor and like pissed off and like you just see him like unacceptable that rancor I know like if that happens I'm sorry that I put it in your brain already and like it's just but like I don't want that to happen but like uh hey Disney I'll continue the threat from last time if you (laughs) kill this motherfucking rancor you're all dead I mean they're building their relationship up (laughs) Like, they are building the relationship yeah. between Boba and this Rancor up, and okay. the only thing I see is this ran- someone's going to kill this Rancor, and Boba is not going to – he's going to go off. Like I think I, – I, you know, I, I hope it's not the, that case, but I'm going with that they're building it up solely so that way they can have a scene where he's riding – where, like, this is – like he's riding a rancor because, like, don't, don't they talk about, like, Mandalorians, like, riding some, like, dragon or some shit? From Mandalore, isn't that like yeah, a thing? Yeah, this the is fucking thing on his shoulder pad. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, right now. that thing. Um, that that is his version of it of just being like, mm-hmm. I'm riding a fucking rancor into battle. This is my, you know, my steed. Not for it to just be like it, someone kills it and he goes insane. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't want that to happen. And I, you know, a don't sacrificial think a sacrificial lamb of giant proportions. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think. That, I don't think they introduce a rancor for Boba Fett just to kill it off. Well, I think of it, like I'm saying, like this rancor dies like next season. Like it's not see, dying. He's riding that. the fuck out of this rancor for a while. You know, like at least once. That's for sure. Like at that he's point, riding it at least good. once. That's just wasted rancor potential. They wouldn't put that line in there if he wasn't gonna ride. Oh rancor, no, no. Right? I I think he's gonna write it. But what I'm saying is like it would even be wasted rancor potential to kill it off at some point. I think it's gonna be like a, almost like a sort like the symbol of his seat of like you know I have a fucking rancor. I have a rancor and it loves me. It doesn't you know hate every moment of its life. Mm. Well, shit, guys. You got any last thoughts on this year episode? You think we're going to war next episode? Or you think we're gonna get like the same I'll, okay i mean we're i'm at least gonna settle down with with din for a second mm, so true. that makes me go no, okay okay I don't think so the what's the deal got how many episodes of this six seven 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 so seven. three left three left more. yeah so we've got what, could... five six seven yeah, yeah five six seven yeah I think I, they can't they can't this is gonna sound crude they can't they can't blow their load this quick blow their load yeah, yeah. they, they can't, can't blow their load i could no i could see the war starting and like you know, them not introducing, you know, they bring Din in like after the wars. I could see like so, them so we have him a, in we after have it's a, already started. We are you insinuating we have a Star Wars version of on your left here with, with Din? Is that what I'm hearing? On your left? Yeah, you know, we just, yeah. Hey, cat. On your left. On your left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, not, okay, not that. Not to that extent where he just shows up randomly, but more like where, you know, they, you know, they bring the muscle in that they think they need. They start going to war, you know, they start the war, figure out, damn, the Pikes have a lot of money. Um, this isn't going too well. So he calls up Den and is like, hey, buddy, um, you want to come help me out, pal? Um, and then Den comes in with some Mandalorians. They fuck up the Pikes. And that's like, and then like, I think, I think Den is like a sec, like a wave of reinforcements, not, you know, the beginning of the war. So you don't think we see Din next know, episode? Man. I think that if they're like, we need we need muscle, we have the credits, who is the most badass person we've just come into contact to? Yes, but I also don't think their first thought is let's you know, I don't I think their first thought is let's pay other people, not let's go pay our friend that we just helped. 
I feel so, like Din let's is get more of like a with like the Lex, lightsaber like, and the Beskar spear though, and the see, full polished. I think my thing know, is like, that like I think you, you might be right, but I think Boba and Fennec would be idiots to oh, not think of. No, Din I first. agree, I agree, but to me, Din is more of like a he comes as a favor, whereas the money we're paying for muscle is. Let's go find some bounty hunters that are pissed off about their like, like their lives, the fact that they're being killed for stupid people. Let's have them come help us out. He'll come as a favor, but they will have already offered to pay him. Oh, no, I'm saying they'll offer to pay him. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't think he comes, you know, just because they're like, oh, here's some money. Come help us out. I think it's like a, hey, we're about to fucking lose. Please come help us. Gotcha. Maybe he's just. I like, think. Thank you I, for like, giving me I, I take. To do. I take this all at pretty face value. Mm. I've taken yeah. this as. Yeah. We need help. Let's call Din and get this shit rolling. Um. But you know, I my last prediction before before we sign off here is that Din Jaren has a new ship uh, that will meet in the Book of Boba Fett uh, hmm. after his after the death of the Razor Crest. Um, what if Boba gifts him the Slave One? We theorized this at the end of Mandalorian because season two. We haven't seen the Slave One after he's taken power, right? No, not it's yet. It's gone. Like, and you think he would have? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. he doesn't. He doesn't. Or maybe he's it. like the Den is like borrowing it. I don't know. I don't know. I think like, I my my guess is that guess, like yeah, he, he just needed hasn't it. needed to yeah. use it. Like, like he's you, just like you only really need to use it if you're you know, like, like where's it at? Going out in the middle is it just of the down desert. in the garage, you know? It's, probably, it's probably in the it's probably yeah. in the garage of Boba's Boba's palace now, like yeah. where it was when they broke it out. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder where Din will be though. Like where he will be, you know, where Mando will find Din, like. Yeah. Also, I love that we were a hundred percent correct about where the ship would be. About it was literally just like, yeah, it was just still at the palace. They just, you know, it was there, and they just left it there. Like, <laughs> right? It kind of seems that like Bo-Katan would never leave Den's side because of just that he has the dark saber, and Bo-Katan doesn't want anything to happen to it. And like, the only place I see them going is like a Mandalore. Or like no, no, uh, something related. Like I adventures. guess where would Bo-Katan go? Like, see, I don't. Th- I bet they're just. I bet they're just on that star destroyer. You um, think? Because it's Bo-Katan's now. It's true. Um, it's it's the Mandalorians now. But I almost but, uh, don't know if Bo-Katan would want to stay with Din though. Like because there's her no. Because yeah. her whole goal is to try and fight her way, like fight him to get back the dark saber. I don't think she's gonna be like. I'm just gonna stick with you until I see a point where I can you know, beat the shit out of you and take it. I feel like I think they... it'd be kind of funny if like he was just like sitting there like doing something and she just like punched him in the face and ripped it out of his hand and like it'd be like technically I won this. <laughs> technically um... I won. <laughs> I don't listen, with how like honor bound Mandalorians are, I doubt they'd be like, this was an honorable fight. <laughs> Maybe Din would be like, oh fuck, you got me. Shit. Oh man. Damn it. Or like I I, I think I challenge I you to a duel and then trips. Like, well, you just like want to hit me and I'll I'll give it to you. Like, listen, can you just like uh, listen? You can beat the shit out of me. Just take. I don't want it anymore. I'm gonna be real honest. I'm gonna be sleeping in a couple hours. Just come up. Just punch me in the face a couple times. I'll say we had a duel. Um. <laughs> but hell yeah, this concludes. 
the Sarlacc sound wave number four covering the book of Boba Fett. We are the Fett's fuck boys. I was Colton Robertson joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you, Miles fucking buttress. Hey, always happy to join you. Um, you know, happy to come back anytime. Come back next week, even? Mayhaps. Mayhaps. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, KBZ, Kyler Barnett. Thank you very much, homie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you would, head to patreon.com slash Cobra Bloom where you'll find well over 20 hours of exclusive content at this point. If you would also head to twitter.com slash Cobra Bloom where you'll find... No, I'm just kidding. Head to Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow there. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, yeah. Remember, peace, love, and bloom.